Hi, I'm Denise Bailey. And I'm Dr. Monica Parker. And you're listening to My Parents Are Now My Kids, a medical doctor's view and daughter's journey through memory loss and other dementias. As a doctor, I'll help you navigate through the often confusing, confounding, and frequently frustrating technical aspects of dementia. And as a daughter, I'll share with you some things I've experienced caring for and loving my parents who both struggled with these disorders. We want you to have hope and to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll tell you that sometimes that light is coming straight at you and you just have to get out of the way. Let's get started. Today, we are joined by a wonderful person. Her name is Bonnie Dobbs. She's a Medicare expert, and she is the owner of an organization called Medicare and Other Red Tape. She can help us navigate the complexities of Medicare. So Ms. Dobbs, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you very much for asking me to be on your show. Ms. Dobbs, you have a company called Medicare and Other Red Tape. Dot com. Tell us what you do for people and what it costs. Sure. So we help people enroll in the right plan for them. The way I do that is I have a very methodical way of handling my clients from the beginning, from the time they call me and we find out when they're going to become Medicare eligible to a questionnaire that I have where I gather all the information that I need to find out about them because Medicare is all about you. So I find out several different items like uh, who are your doctors, your medications, your lifestyle, your health, where do you live? You know, where, what, what is your goals to do? What are you going to do next year with your life? Many, many things we go over and there's never a fee for our services. The way we get paid is when we enroll somebody in a plan, the insurance company pay us a standardized fee. So I have no incentive, neither do any of my agents. We have no incentive to put you with this company or with this plan versus this company or this plan. So our goal is to find the plan that serves your needs best and fulfill that. I want to say that most people in the United States know that at the magic age of 65, you become eligible for Medicare. But you may be surprised, or maybe not, to learn that many people I know are still unclear about what Medicare is, they get it confused with Social Security, and other things like that. So tell us simply, what is Medicare? That is such a good question. You're absolutely right. Uh, rarely do I ever meet anyone who has a clear understanding of Medicare, and they do confuse Medicare, Social Security, and Medicaid. And so this is the, um, the long and the short of it, okay? So Social Security we get by paying into Social Security taxes, or if we own our own business, our CPA would tell us what we owed and we would pay it. And you do that for a certain amount of time. And then when you retire, become disabled, you start getting that money back. Okay. Social security is money. 
right? Okay. Medicare is insurance. And the way you get Medicare is by paying into FICA taxes, known as Medicare taxes. They are withdrawn from your check. If you work for an employer, if you're self-employed, once again, your CPA, you know, helps you figure out how much that you need to send each year. So when you have paid into Medicare for 10 years, which is equivalent to 40 quarters, you have self-funded your Part A for Medicare. So if anybody ever says Part A is free, go, oh, gosh, no. I've been paying for it for a long time. It's mine, okay? So when you become Medicare eligible, then you do not have Part A. But Medicare is insurance, okay? Okay. Now, Medicaid, Medicaid is a program that was designed by both the federal and the state government to help those low-income individuals, okay? Uh, So they get things like uh, they could get actual money. They could get uh, food stamps. They could get, if they're Medicare eligible also, they could get their Part B monthly premium paid. They can get additional benefits. So to recap, Uh, Social Security is where you get money put into your account, okay? Okay. Medicare is health insurance, and Medicaid is a program designed for low-income individuals to help give them more benefits. Ms. Dobbs, you mentioned um, in Medicare that there are different parts, parts A, B, C, and D. Please explain what these parts are. Sure. So part A on your Medicare card says hospital, okay? Now, it covers more than hospital. It covers you whenever you're in the hospital. It covers rehab or uh, skilled, also known as skilled nursing, and it also covers hospice. So even though it says hospital on your card, it covers those times when you're sick and in the bed. That's an easy way to remember it, okay? So hospital skilled nursing, also known as rehab, and uh, and hospice. And the way you get it is by paying into FICA taxes during your working years. Part B, when you become Medicare eligible, then you have a Part B premium. You've already paid your Part A, so we got that out of the way. But Part B, for most individuals in 2022, is $170.10, okay? So everybody, when you become Medicare eligible this year, okay, you have a, a, or the general population pays $170.10. If you're low income, your Medicaid could pay for it, okay? That $170.10. The flip side of that coin is if you're high income, you are assessed a higher monthly premium for your Part B and also for Part D. I'll get to that later. Let me stop you there because that's very interesting. Um, So Part A, you've paid for it already all these years. Correct. So I look at my 92-year-old mother who's on Medicare. Yes. And I see that she is getting, I don't even know exactly how much it is, but you said it's a minimum of $170.10. 
Correct. Out of everyone's, and they take it out of what? Out of your social security, right? That's a good question. How do they get that part B money? Yeah. So if you've started social security, it will be deducted from your social security check monthly. If you are delaying social security, then you have to pay quarterly. Okay. So monthly deduction from your social security check, if you've started, or you must pay quarterly if you're delaying social security. And so that $170.10 for Part B is just sort of the base. But if you're a higher income person, you may you will pay more for the Part you B. You will pay more. If you're single and you make uh, $89,000 or more, you'll pay a higher. Uh, you'll, it's called IRMA, capital I-R-M-A-A, -A, okay, all caps. And that stands for Income Related Monthly Adjustment Amount. That is a mouthful, okay? Right. So IRMA is for individuals. Like I said, if you're single, you made more than $89,000, and there's a two-year look back. Uh, or if you're married, fine, joint, you made more than $178,000 uh, in since this is 2022, they would be looking at your taxes for 2020. Okay. Okay. So every year, every year, they usually escalate those amounts about $2,000. Now, Irma is a sliding scale and it depends on your income all the way up in increments up to over $750,000. So I have enrolled people that make a million dollars a year and their IRMA is about five, is over $500 a month. And if it's a husband and a wife, each have to pay. Wow. So, you know, all this time us laymen think, okay, I can't wait to get to 65 to get my Medicare because that's free, but it really isn't free. Medicare isn't free. You pay for A during your working years. Part B, you pay whenever you become Medicare eligible. If you're low income, it's paid for you. If you're middle income, it's $170.10. But if you're higher income, then it's in increments up to over $500 a month. And for our listeners, what is that low income threshold that they would not have to pay for Medicare? It's about, gosh, they just change, they just change it because every year it goes up just like everything else does. Okay. So you're allowed to make a little bit more. I would say, well, I know anybody that calls my office, if they make like uh, 12 or $1,400, they're going to, there's, they're going to qualify for a level of low income. Tell me, is that 12 to $1,400 per month? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's yes. considered low. But that could be their, that has to be their, and that's if they're single. Now, if they're married, filing joint, it's, it's more. So tell us part C and D. What is that? Sure. So part C is just another word for a Medicare Advantage plan. And a Medicare Advantage plan is one of two ways 
to get coverage to offset the cost of original Medicare because original Medicare is part A and part B. Okay. okay. And then that leaves you owing the part A deductible, the part B deductible, and that other 20%. So a part C is one of two ways to get additional coverage to offset the cost of original Medicare. And part D? Part D is the only part of Medicare that makes sense that you can really have a, a point of reference to identify with. Part D is a prescription drug plan. <laughs> so <laughs> that's easy. Let me ask you, do you have to have all parts or you can pick and choose the parts that you want? That is probably the best question anybody's ever had. As a matter of fact, I'm writing an article for the AJC and I may just put that, use that as one of my questions. Um, yes, you have to have part A and part B in order to get a Medicare Advantage plan or a supplement plan. Okay. Okay. If you have part A or part B only, you can get a drug plan. Okay. Okay. And it is, this is so confusing. <laughs> and is, I hope it is very, it is very confusing. I hope this is helping our listeners, but it's, it's sometimes it brings up more questions than answers. So I can use my mother as an example. She's a retired teacher. So she has a supplemental insurance plan in addition to her Medicare. So is her supplemental is different from part C because I don't think she has part C. She has the A and the B, but not the C. So that sort of answers that you can have sort of pick and choose the parts, but her outside supplemental insurance because she's a retired teacher, that's just an extra that she can have and really has nothing to do with her Medicare. Is that right? No, that's not correct. Ooh. Okay, she must have part A and B, which she does, yeah. as you've already stated. Okay, yeah. if she has a retiree plan, all of those retiree plans are either A, a Medicare Advantage, which would be a part C, or a supplement and a standalone drugs. Now, one of the easiest ways to identify which way or which way she gets her additional coverage is, does she have one card or two cards? If she has one card that you use whenever you go to the doctor or the pharmacy, she has a Medicare Advantage plan. Now, a, another way to identify that would be look on the card. So the way you can identify which type of coverage she has through her retiree plan or her ex-employer is if she has one card, it's the Medicare Advantage plan. A Medicare Advantage plan, if she does have one card, look on there and see if it's an HMO or PPO, okay? If she has two cards, one of them would be for the medical and the other one would be for the drug. If she has a Medicare supplement plan through her employer, it will have a plan letter because supplement plans are identified as plan F, plan G, plan N, those types, okay? And she would also have a drug prescription drug plan. So she would have a separate card. So if she has a supplement plan, 
she'll have two cards, one for the medical, one for the drugs, or if she has an advantage, she'll just have one card and that would be for medical or for drugs. Okay. She's got two cards. So she has a supplement then. There we go. Very good. Okay. Are you automatically enrolled in Medicare when you turn 65? What, what is the enrollment process? Good question. Okay. It differs. So if you have started social security, you're automatically enrolled. If you're continuing to work and your employer has 20 employees or more than that company, can, you can stay on your uh, employer plan. Oftentimes that's, that costs, costs you less for better benefits. So as long as you do that, you can delay enrolling in original Medicare. I always like to start working with people about three months before, whether they're turning 65 or whether they're retiring after 65. Now, there's actually three groups of people that become Medicare eligible. So let me address that because one group we haven't talked about thus far. You become Medicare eligible when you turn 65. If you're under 65 and own disability, you become Medicare eligible in 24 months. So in the 25th month after being on disability, you're Medicare eligible because both the federal government and the medical industry decided if you have not rehabilitated within 24 months, they're doubtful that you're going to. So you are awarded Medicare. Okay, you sign up for disability. And if you're still on disability for 24 months, then you're automatically signed up for Medicare. Does it matter? In the how, 25th month. In the 25th month. Does it matter how old you are? Your age? Of course not. Okay. I mean, we all know people that have uh, mental issues that that maybe had a stroke when they're 20 years old. They've had a horrible car accident. They fail at work. Um, you know, any number of issues can cause one to become disabled. So the, your doctor has to determine that, okay, that you are disabled. Your doctor tells you how to, to go about doing that. Um, people with ALS or Parkinson's, you know, that can strike at any age, actually. So your doctor deems you disabled, you get social security, and then in the 25th month, you're automatically awarded Medicare. So the three times is if you're under 65 and disabled, when you turn 65, or if you work past 65 and either you or your spouse has Medicare equivalent, meaning that you work for a company that has 20 employees or more. Okay. Then you can delay it. But wherever you are, <clears throat> I like to, to work, start working with people about three months before because I have a very methodical way of handling each client uh, based on their needs so that we can take them from regular insurance into Medicare one step at a time. I don't like 
like to overwhelm anybody, don't like to give anybody a long laundry list of things to do, you know, that way it gives me the time to explain to them, how do you get Medicare? Who pays for what? How do you get your insurance? You know, how does your insurance work with, with original Medicare? Uh, which way should you, would, should you get it? And there's lots of criteria that we take into um, consideration because we've all grown up on family plans through our employer. So it's mom, dad, and the kids, right? <laughs> okay. Right. But Medicare is all about you. Okay. It's, it's about your doctors, uh, your medic, your medications, where do you live, your service area? What about your lifestyle? You know, are you going to uh, retire and jump on a plane and go spend three months in Europe and then go to Malaysia? You know, or are you going to go home and, you know, and garden and never go out of your county? <laughs> right? right. So um, what medical issues do you have now? Maybe you don't have any medical issues, you know. Um, so there's lots of different areas that um, that I always find out about each individual person. And then that gives me or my agents the opportunity to research every single plan available based in your service area. That makes it very simple. You say Medicare is about you. You're, right. not, in, you're not in a group. It's right. about you. And it may seem obvious, but you can't add your kids to this or your spouse. It's nothing like that. Medicare is individualized. It is for you. It is. And oftentimes, you know, whenever I'm working with a husband and wife, you know, um, the first one I work with, the other spouse might say, hey, I want that plan. It sounds like great plan. And I was like, this could be the worst plan in the whole world for you, but it's the best plan for you. Okay. So, uh, that leads me to something else, which you understand and I don't, plans. But let me back up a little bit and say that I've heard, and tell me if I'm wrong, that before you turn 65, like everything else, you don't wait till then. What is the timetable before 65 and how soon before 65 do you have to start putting the wheels in motion to get signed up for Medicare? I like to start working with people three months before. So three months before, if you're under 65 and on, dis and on disability, or three months before you turn 65, or three months before you retire, because that gives us the opportunity to help guide you through each step of going from where you are into the maddening world of Medicare's. <laughs> Okay, so you talked about plans. So when you sign up for Medicare, you said it's individualized. So there are different Medicare part A and B. <laughs> See, this is confusing to me. There's part A, B, C, and D. A and B is usually what people have automatically. What does it mean by different Medicare plans? Good question. So original Medicare that everybody in the United States, if you're a citizen and you worked, okay, everybody must have part A and part B. And I, I addressed it earlier. Part A is for hospital, which also covers 
you when you're in rehab or skilled nursing or in hospice. Part B is for medical. So part B is everything else. It's for your doctor's services. So when you go to the doctor, well, not only his services, but any supply he may need. So when you go to the doctor, do you need for him to put a Band-Aid on? Do you need for him to stitch you up? Do you need for him to replace a joint or do brain surgery? Part B also covers all your tests. Do you need an MRI or do you need a biopsy? It it covers all of that, all your physical therapy, your uh, durable medical equipment. Do you need a walker or wheelchair? So part B covers a lot, a lot of territory. Part A and part B, like I was saying earlier, only pays 80% that leaves you owing the part A deductible, the part B deductible, and that other 20%. Now. Once again, everybody has part A and B, hopefully, okay? If you do, there are two ways to get coverage to offset those costs. One is with a Medicare Advantage plan. The other is a Medicare supplement and a standalone drug. Each company has several Advantage plans. They come in HMO, PPO, some are just for uh, veterans, some are just for people of low income, Medicaid eligible um, plans, uh, supplement plans come in, like I was telling you earlier, like the letters F, G, N, and so forth. With a supplement plan, they do not include the drug plan. So you have to purchase a standalone drug plan. So Back up at the top, we got A and B because everybody has to start with A and B, which is original Medicare, Mm -hmm. to get coverage to cover to close in those gaps. You because you owe the part A deductible, part B deductible, and that other 20%. The two ways to get coverage is one with a Medicare Advantage plan or with a supplement and a standalone drug plan. And you have several options with many different companies. So There is no one size or the best plan for all. Everybody is individual. So when I hear plans individualized, that's what you see on TV at the end of the year, Medicare Advantage plans. That's what you're referring to. Medicare Advantage plans, as, as many different companies as you can have, as many different plans as they have, just know every single one of them, the benefits and the coverage is different. So that's the reason why it's so important for me and my agency to find out all about you. And whatever plan I put you on could be the worst plan, like for your mother Mm -hmm. or the worst plan for your next door neighbor or even your spouse. Okay, so my- when somebody could, what any, anytime I'm reading a thread, especially, you know, like on Facebook and somebody will just put a, a question out there, what's the best plan, you know, and I read everybody's remarks and I'm going, no, 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 you know, <laughs> but they just don't know because they have a good experience with it. They think that it's, it's the great plan or if they, the opposite, oftentimes people will go, don't ever do that plan. It's horrible. Well, you know what? That plan is horrible for that person, right. but it could be the best plan for the next person, you know? Right. 
I think we've established that my mother has a supplemental plan. She does not have an advantage plan. Do you have to have an advantage plan? Or if you're happy and satisfied with part A and B or C and D, you're good. You don't have to have an advantage plan, do you? Original Medicare is part A and B, and you have to have part A and B, whether you get an advantage plan or a supplement in the standalone drug plan. Okay. Okay. The two ways to offset the cost of original Medicare is either an advantage plan or a supplement and a drug plan. So everybody has to have part A and B. Okay. And then the two ways to get coverage to offset that would be an advantage or supplement a drug plan. And so you get through my questionnaire, I ask you all of those specific questions about you to help us decide which way would be the best for you. Got it. Got it. It's best to have a supplement or an advantage to offset what is not paid for in Medicare. Got it. You'll definitely want to get one or the other. You don't want to leave yourself naked because uh, part A deductible this year is $1,550. Part B is uh, $233 plus, plus the other 20% of X. Well, what is X? You know, did you go to the doctor because you got a bee sting? Or did you go in the hospital and you need to have back surgery? <laughs> so, so that 20% of X could, you know, could rob, rob the house, rob the farm. There you go. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. What if you don't want Medicare? What if you just don't want it? Are you penalized for not getting it? If you don't enroll when you become eligible, so whether it's under 65 and on disability, turning 65, or working past 65 with employer coverage, okay, if you don't get it when you first become eligible, you'll get a penalty. Part B is 10% per year for the rest of your life. Part D is 1% of the national average for the rest of your life. 10% of what? Part B, we'll use last year, okay? Mm -hmm. Part B, say you didn't have Part B last year. And now this year you want Part B. So last year... Part B was $148.50. This year, Part B is $170.10. 10% would be $14.50. That's right. So every month for the rest of your life, you'd have to pay whatever your Part B premium is for this month and an additional $14.50. If you don't have insurance for five years, then whatever it is, like last year it's 148.50. This year it's 170.10. So with so say you didn't have insurance last year or this year, and then next year you want to have it. They would add 14.50 plus 17.10 to whatever the monthly premium is. So you don't <laughs> you don't want to miss those time frames because they are severe and Relentless. Okay, let me understand this. <laughs> I think everybody would want to have Medicare. I can't wait till I'm eligible. Um, but if, I mean, I, I'm hearing what you're saying, but it seems incredulous to me. If for some reason 
you're out there and you don't want Medicare. You don't want A, B, C, D. You just don't want it because you're covered somewhere else. And you think if you're, you're covered, no, if you're covered somewhere else and there's 20 employees or more, that's Medicare equivalent and you don't have to. Right. But even if that, I mean, there could be some unicorn out there, <laughs> there you go. Okay. who's not covered anywhere, yeah. doesn't care, doesn't want Medicare. And then you're telling me that if they don't sign up for Medicare, when they're eligible, depending upon one of those three areas, they just don't want it for any reason, they're going to be penalized at the present Part B rate, which is $170.10. So they'll be penalized $17.10 per month for the rest of their life. Where did they get taken out of what? Their social security. Wow. Okay. And I have, um, I've had people that, um, or herbalist or naturalist or whatever, and they don't take medications. And so they don't get a drug plan uh, or they don't enroll in Medicare, like what you say, for whatever reason. And then they decide a few years or at some point in their life, hey, I got breast cancer. I mean, this really happened to, to a friend of mine. At 72, she got breast cancer. And I told her when she was 65, hey, we really need to do this. And she was like, no, I take herbs and whatever. And so um, at 72, she, she got cancer. Well, because of when she got it, we couldn't even enroll her for almost a year because just because you decide, Hey, I really do change my mind. and I want to get it. You know, then the federal government, there's guidelines on when you can actually enroll and then get the plan to be come available to you. They, there's a book called Medicare and You 2022, and they have this every single year. You can go to Medicare.gov and look at the current year. Okay, it's called Medicare and You, and then whatever the year it is. And it says on there that penalties are for as long as you have Medicare. Well, how long are you going to have Medicare? The rest of your life, right? So once you incur that penalty, it's every month the rest of your life or you don't have coverage. Wow. That sounds like a, a, not a down note to end this interview on, but Ms. Dobbs, your information has been amazing, informative. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot because, you know, I looked at my mom's social security check and I saw them taking money out for Medicare. And I was like, she has to pay for this. And now I know it's coming from part B. I did not know that. So thank you. I learned something. And I, I hope our listeners learned something. This was really great. I thank you. I could talk to you for hours. Uh, hope maybe we can bring you back and we can get more into the minutia of Medicare, but I think this is a, a great starting point. So I just want to thank you for coming on our podcast. As I mentioned at the top, Ms. Dobbs, Bonnie Dobbs is a Medicare expert and she truly is an expert. Owner of a co company called Medicare and Other Red Tape. You can find her on her website, medicareandotherredtape.com. Ms. Dobbs, it's been a joy. Thank you very much. And to leave everybody on a happy note, just remember, 
Sunshine is the best medicine and it doesn't have a $35 copay. Love it. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome and thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. For more questions about signing up for Medicare, please call Bonnie Dobbs at 770-373-7541 and follow us on Twitter, MPMK at MPMK Podcast, and on Instagram and Facebook, My Parents Are Now My Kids. See you next time.